What's up, MS Gymmers? How you guys doing? Welcome to Motivation Monday. I got my MS Gym Team Misfit shirt on. I'm feeling good about PGB mindset victory, baby. Um, so thank you, Misfits, for my uh, for my shirt that says "Sweaty Sweaty Giggler" on it. For those of you you don't know why I'm called the sweaty giggler. It's because when I'm describing what happens to me when I'm releasing certain muscles or I'm getting a massage that's a deep massage, I giggle and I sweat. <laughs> that's how you know it's working. So anyway, so, uh, so the title of today is Until Death Do Us Part. And that is a vow that I made to Misty on August 6th, 2010. And I take my vows very seriously. In sickness and health, for richer or poorer, for better or for worse, till death do it part, I promise to love Misty to the best of my ability, passionately, powerfully, and continually seek better ways to serve her, love her, <clears throat> and be with her until I am no longer breathing. And I need to let you guys know, just straight up, before I get into this conversation today, that I vow the same thing to you. And that's a big stance, considering we're like a year and a half into the MS gym, and I'm 40, and I have a lot of life left. So until the point that I'm no longer breathing, or until the point that for some catastrophic reason I can no longer carry out the services that I do here, I'm with you. And for many of you that are here, that were the founding members of the MS Gym, the founding OGs, the original gymmers, that were here when it was just a free group, that were here when it was just one product, then it was here when we launched the membership, and that stand here today with over nine core programs and over 27 companion guides in the membership, almost 17,000 people in the free group, Thousands of people listening to us online. Like, you guys have been here for a year and a half. You've only known me and I've only known you for a year and a half. Think about that. We started in May of 2016. No, 17. <laughs> 2017. So it's literally a year and a half ago on the 15th of this month. So I, I, I use the vow because I'm committed to you. I am in this with you. And for many of you OGs, you original gymmers, this is going to be a two-year, five-year, 10-year, 20-year, 30-year relationship. And if you think you've seen amazing results and awesome stuff happening after a year and a half, and really... Since the membership opened, it hasn't even been a year. That's December 11th. Literally, people have not been, they've only been using the membership programs for under a year. And we have over 600 something testimonials of people walking again, standing again, using trekking poles now, up on their walkers, going to movies, walking to the mailbox, spending time with friends, returning to being a mom, returning to being a wife, Returning to painting, speaking, drawing, returning to driving, returning to sports, returning to getting out in nature, returning to life. 
I am not in this for a short play relationship. I am not in this for a star, for the brightest star, bright, like shining as bright as it possibly can because those burn out the fastest. This is not a, I'm in this for a couple, two or three years and make a bunch of money and then we sell it and we leave. No. Misty, Ken, and I have made that decision. We are not going anywhere. And I don't want you guys to go anywhere. And I need you to hear my words when I say this, is that your MS life practice is exactly that. It is a practice. The movement, the mindset, the education, the relationships, they are not a temporary thing in my opinion. This is permanent. This is lasting. This is long term. I am in it for the long haul. So is Misty, so is Ken, so is your leadership team. And hopefully so are you. Now on Saturday, I put out an email that spoke a lot about changing the words and the dialogue going on in your head. I spoke about it on a Mindset Minute last week. Talking about how in order to heal, it doesn't matter if I gave you the best neurologically proficient, biomechanically perfect program on the freaking planet. If you don't believe you can heal, if you listen to the negative opinions of others, if you seek approval and feedback to see how you're doing from those who don't understand you, if you're trying to do this alone, or if you think, if you think that unless you are up walking again, moving your feet again and off your walker again in two months after having MS for 10 years, that, you're, that this just doesn't work for you, then this isn't going to work for you. I could create the most perfect program on the planet, but if you don't think you can heal, if you're not using the resources and you're not following the program, you won't get better at the pace in which you desire. I promise you that. I can guarantee you that. Can I guarantee you when that foot will lift? No. Can I guarantee you or tell you when you will walk again? No. Can I guarantee you or promise you when your marriage will get better, your relationships with your kid will get better, you'll be able to work again, you'll get back to the hobbies you love, you'll be able to take that dream trip, or life as you once dreamed it will become exactly how you once dreamed it? No. I cannot guarantee or promise you that. But I can guarantee and promise you one thing. Neuroplasticity works. Constant practice of specific imposed demands creates neurologic adaptations in your brain that is scientific fact. But you got to put in the work. You've got to be consistent. You've got to change the things in your body that you want to change. And the way that your brain functions right now is in a series of patterns that are habitual. They are habits. They are set standards of behavior that are repetitive, predictable, and very, very hard to change. They are habits. So if you are someone who is struggling right now, if you are someone who is struggling with movement, you're not getting the results you want, 
you're frustrated because it's been six months, seven months, 10 months, two months. I can just tell you straight up, if you give up, that's the only way you won't get results. I'm just saying. The way to guarantee that you don't get results is to quit or stop or stop believing. So let me break this down for you a little bit. So your brain doesn't want to change. Your brain wants things to be predictable, wants things to be consistent, wants things to be uh, very, very repetitive and systematic because that allows its first function, which is survival, to happen. If your brain knows the predictable results of moving your arm out to the side, that you're not gonna fall down, it will let you extend your arm. However, if your brain knows that the only way for you to walk and not fall down is to peg leg and swing your leg to the outside, curl your hands up like this, and walk in this manner, it's going to keep doing that until you teach it that lifting your leg and stepping forward with your hands down to the side, alternating and rotating your spine is safe. Your brain does not care how much you want it, how much you believe in it, how much you hope for it. Like it doesn't care on a very basal functional level until you provide it with consistent behavioral input, consistent neurologic input, the integration patterns in your brain and the processing won't change. Therefore, the neurologic output will not change. So you can sit at home and you can listen to Every Motivation Monday and you can watch the, the members corner and you can look at the videos and you can try and exercise every now and then. But unless you are consistently telling the brain, teaching the brain, feeding the brain, good information, repetitive information, successful attempts at lifting your leg without falling on your face, your brain will never lift your leg because it constantly thinks that the only way not to fall on your face is to swing your leg to the outside, curl your toe in, and not be able to walk. The only way for you not to fall on your face is not to be able to stand up. The only way for you not to be able to fall on your face is lie flat on your back. And until you teach it otherwise, nothing's gonna change. So the same goes for mindset. If your brain thinks it is comfortable in your misery, it will stay there. If you are comfortable in your skepticism, your cynicism, your rage, your frustration, your anger, your anxiety, your worry, your fear, your depression, that's what's comfortable to your brain. And so unless you make a constant conscious effort to capture your thoughts, process them, whether they're positive or negative, decide that they're negative and unhealthy and not doing you any good, figure out what the positive message would be, speak your positive message, and then practice speaking and thinking that positive thought pattern minute by 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 minute throughout your day, nothing will change. So your bad patterns may be with you until death do you part. Or positivity, healing, strength, authority, boldness, change, and power 
can be with you until death do you part, if you practice it. Because let's face it, you guys, like, you didn't get MS. Some of you had it really early, like in your teens, later teens. Most of you got it between 35 and 45. So you had 35 years of life that happened before MS to create bad movement patterns, bad thought patterns, bad attitudes, bad perceptions, bad family cultural things, bad ways of thinking, speaking, perceiving, judging, gossiping, whatever the heck it might be. Not to say you guys are all like, you're bad people or anything, like I was like that too. I spent 35, 36 years of my life, I'll say 35, having the pattern in my brain saying I'm not good enough because I was bullied starting at the age of seven. So all throughout my elementary school years and middle school years, I was bullied for being overweight. I was a big kid, I played offensive line, but I called, got called every name in the book for a fat kid. Even though I could run circles around people, I was stronger than most people, I was an athlete, it didn't matter. I was a 4.0 kid, I didn't get into trouble, my teachers liked me, I had, I had friends, I had my parents that respected me, I respected them back, I was a good kid, but it didn't matter. I had people tell me you're going places, people tell me you're skilled. I knew I could see the human body move and knew what it could do and knew that this was a gift given to me by God, but that didn't matter because according to my social groups and my peers around me, I was a fat piece of crap. Not worthy of love, not worthy of acceptance, not worthy of popularity, not worthy of being thought of anything more than just a fat kid. That was what was playing in my head. Then you throw in that I did not get into med school, my dreams got crushed, so everything that I worked for from the time that I was in eighth grade through college, trying to prove myself to the world, I failed. Adding to the narrative of I'm not good enough. Then as I got into my professional career, yes, I had a lot of great clients. Yes, I have helped a lot of people. Yes, I had a high education level, I could see things, do things, and, and make things happen for the human body that, that really had not been seen before, which is why I constantly had clients. However, I still had it in my head, who the heck am I? I'm not a PT, I'm not an MD, I'm not a chiropractor, so like I'm less than. Even before starting with the MS gym, I didn't really actually believe that I had anything worth saying enough to put out into the world that people would actually follow, use, and get better. Even though I've known neuroplasticity, the power of the changing brain for 20 years, I didn't believe I could deliver it in a way that anybody would care about. And I was confined to being a quote-unquote personal trainer working 60, 70 hours a week, not having a marriage, not having time with my kids, not living out my dreams, not figuring out what I was truly meant to do for the rest of my life. I didn't believe it. I didn't believe it. 
until I made a decision one day that I would start doing things different. I looked around at the people in my life. I started believing what they were saying about me. I ran into Ken Allen, who was just a coach to me, some dude that was trying to help me get an online community built, just telling me like, dude, just do one video a day and it will happen. I had all this other noise around me saying, you need this technology and this camera and this program and you need to know how to run Facebook ads and you need to charge people a ton of money and you need to, you need to, be able, you need to have a few clients that you charge thousands of dollars and then you don't have to work so hard and then you only have to work two hours a day and you can retire in the next four years. That's what I thought I needed to be going for. But it never felt good to me and it never felt right to me. Yet, I stayed going towards that because that was the only way and I had to do it, otherwise I was a failure. When I started the MS Gym, I was working 60 hours a week or more. I wasn't seeing Misty very much. I didn't see my little girls very much. My health was falling apart. My body was falling apart. I was depressed. I was dark. I was cold. My anxiety levels were sky high. I was stressed out. I was sick. I was tired. And I did not enjoy my life. But I knew, I always have known, in amongst, underneath that pile of crap that just keeps piling on you from life, I had a vision. And that vision was given to Misty and I seven years ago to set people free from, from, from their pain and their suffering through movement and mindset and creating a community of people that help each other rise up regardless of whether I'm in front of them or not. We, we wanted to create a community of people that could join together, that understood each other, loved each other, accepted each other, empowered each other, educated each other, picked each other up when they were down, lifted each other up when they were celebrating, and carried each other forward towards healing. That's what kept me going. Throughout all the junk around me. So I started making one video a day. One video a day. And up until three, four, five months later, I wasn't even sure if we were going to make it. Because most online communities, you guys, and Ken can vouch for this, fail. Fail. 90% of online communities that try to start to do anything fail within the first 90 days. 90%. It may even be higher than that. 90%. So one out of 10 make it. I had the world telling me, don't leave your training clients. Don't leave your business. This is stupid. This is foolish. You're turning down money. You don't know this thing's going to work. And I had to take this gigantic leap of faith and trust what Ken said, what Misty said, what I was feeling that the MS gym would turn out. And then Ken took a huge leap of faith selling his tennis practice of 18 years because he believed in this and he saw the power of what you guys were doing. He saw the effect and the, the results, what we were getting in here. And he's like, this is what, this is real. I'm jumping, I'm going. And little by little, step by step, he got more and more involved in the MS gym and started to scale back all of his other tennis stuff. And eventually he left that. I left all my in-person clients. And here I sit today, 100% committed to you. So what does that have to do with you? What that has to do with you is that this MS game, counteracting MS, is a long-term relationship with me. You're in it. You're married. Sorry. 
<laughs> I liked it then I put a ring on it, right? So I liked it then I put a ring on it. So you guys are in this with me. This is a long-term game. Because MS did not happen to you right away. Many of you told me why I was experiencing symptoms for like 10 years before I ever even got diagnosed. Many of you are saying, well, I was diagnosed 10 years, 15 years, 30 years ago. The average time that people have been living with MS in this community is about 11 years. We have some people that are less, we have some people that are more, but I would say between 10 and 12 to 15 years of living with MS. So if you've been living in a condition, with a condition that has slowly been eroding the function, the communication, uh, the feedback, the ability for your body to sense itself, move itself, know where itself is, and that has taken a toll on you physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially, financially, occupationally, and you're expecting to get better in one month, two months, it ain't gonna happen. My programs are good. They're sound. They're probably the most neurologically, neuromuscularly sound MS programs in the world right now. I, I would stand on that in front of anybody. I, I could go toe to toe and argue for it. Because of the results that we've been getting. And because I know what I know. But the thing is, you guys, is that like a lot of times the narrative for healing is that you have to do everything right in order to heal. And if you want the fastest results possible, you've got to do everything correctly, otherwise you won't heal as fast as you want. But I have to tell you, that's probably a lie too. You never see me making claims in here saying, you're going to get better in four weeks, six weeks, 12 weeks, 16 weeks, 52 weeks. I never say that because I don't know. Because everybody's different. So if, 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 if there was a direct correlation between the, the amount of exercise and the method of exercise and the rate of healing and counteracting MS symptoms, everybody would be getting better at the same rate in here. However, every single one of you has a different life. Every single one of you has different threats. Every single one of you came into MS with threats, has been living with MS, with those threats, and now is trying to recover and counteract MS, many of you still holding on and living with those same threats that you've had for 20 years, 25 years, 30 years. Whether that's your marriage, your relationship with your parents, your childhood, your education, substance abuse, emotional abuse, physical abuse, sexual abuse, abandonment, betrayal, deception, bankruptcy, other comorbidities, other sicknesses, deaths, whatever it might be, divorce, adultery, let's name them, go down the list. Your life is not perfect and MS is the one thing that's wrong, you guys. I'm just going to be honest with you. All of us are human. All of us have our own struggles. Many of you deal with MS or some other neurologic condition. I have to deal with managing chronic neurologic Lyme and cilia. Misty has to deal with Hashimoto's. We all have stuff. 
But it's not just one thing. It's a collection of things, collection of traumas and insults and attacks and, and all that kind of stuff. And your brain has had to learn how to survive through all of that. Whether it's in a healthy way or an unhealthy way, your brain is having to survive all of that. So it doesn't want to change. It doesn't want to do something different. It doesn't want to add something new. It doesn't want to make some lifestyle change because it's perfectly comfortable managing the crap that's in your life because it's always managed that crap in your life the exact same way. And for you to do anything different is threatening even though it's more healthy, more correct, and will be longer lasting and make you happier. It doesn't matter to your brain because it's an unpredictable event and your brain doesn't like it. So what's the answer? Progressive threat reduction. We have to progressively reduce your brain perceiving certain things as threats in order to start creating new neurologic habits in your brain so that it will eventually learn it, receive it, feel confident, and know how to use it so that that becomes the preferred path versus the old way. That is neuroplasticity. Boom! Mic drop. That's neuroplasticity. Specific adaptation to impose demands. Meaning your brain will change in the way that you direct it to change based on the demands that you placed on it. Second job of the brain is movement. There's a study that I just read, just read, it just came out, that said that movement training is more effective at counteracting MS, degradation, and loss of mobility than any medication, any cognitive or behavioral therapy. It's not to negate the effectiveness or the efficacy of drug mediated therapy, behavioral modification, lifestyle modification. Those all play into the mix. But they said movement is one of the most impactful things you can do. Why? Because the brain's second most important job is movement. When your body moves, your threat is inhibited. And that goes for movement, thought, your spirit, your soul, your presence, your state of mind, all that kind of stuff. When you move, it is scientifically been proven that your threat levels are inhibited. The nociceptors in your body, the nerve endings in your body, the ones that tell you that you're, you need to be fight or flight and everything's crazy and watch out, you're under danger, you're in startle reflex, don't let yourself move faster than, than walking like this, those all become inhibited and the noise gets turned down so that the volume on the good stuff that you're feeding in your brain, your brain can sense it because it's speaking louder than the stuff that is unhealthy for you. So we turn down the unhealthy stuff, we turn up the healthy stuff, and your brain starts to hear that more because you're moving. That's why I'm passionate about what I teach. That's why I'm passionate about what I teach. That's why I've created the MS Gym. That's why I created the MS Gym membership. We created the, the, the free group resources. We created the free, like the, the guides that you can get at exercisewithms.com so that you can start, so that you can start moving, so that you can get little tastes of movement to be like, oh my gosh, this is working. And once you start to feel like it's working, you're like, oh my gosh, I feel better. I feel more optimistic. I feel more positive. Why? Because you're moving. Your brain is actually 
getting better at moving, which means that its third job, which is proprioception, which is allowing you, to, it's your GPS. It allows your body to know what it's doing, when it's doing, how it's doing it, both from an external environment and inside of you. Your organs, your nerves, your heart, your lungs, your blood. That all plays into movement. So I wanted to create a resource for you guys to take the thinking out of movement because movement is one of the only things that you can actively participate in and do for yourself that empowers you back to yourself. When you actually see your fingers move again, you have tangible results that be like, freak, my fingers are moving again. My, my leg is lifting better. I'm not falling on my face as much. I'm not taking as many naps. My bladder feels better. I just feel stronger. So I wanted to take the thinking out of it, which is why I created that free group. And then once I started seeing that people wanted more, and they're like, I just want this organized, and I just want this structured, and just tell me what to do, coach, that's why we created the membership program. So you literally can log in, press play, and I'm like, what's up, MSGMers? Let's move, right? And you just follow along because once you have the movement piece taken care of and you have me showing you what to do, you just have to worry about showing up and practicing. Yes, it's effort. Yes, some days suck. Yes, it's hard. But you have other things to think about in addition to movement that I can't necessarily help you out with. I can't help you out with a struggling marriage, a struggling relationship with your kids, having to make the decision whether you're going to leave your job or not having to make the decision of whether uh, you need to go on disability or not, having the government deny you uh, disability benefits, having insurance not cover a medication, having your service dog pass away, having a son get sick, having a parent pass away, having your house burned down. I can't do anything about that. That is life. But what I can do is deliver you this magic of movement training where if you just move once a day for 30 minutes, it gives your brain enough calming down that it allows for it to sit back and be like, all right, cool, I know we're not gonna die today. I know we're standing up and I feel better moving. What else can I now focus on? Because if the only thing that your brain is focused on is not falling on your face and potentially dying, which is serious, then you can start to focus on the other stuff around you that you want back in your life. So the number one thing that you have to do every day is move. 10 minutes, 15 minutes, 90 minutes, whatever the heck it is, find your dose and move. Visualize it, practice it, focus on your strengths, visualize your weaknesses, realize that this is gonna take time. Secondly, you need to look at your life and check out your behaviors. What are your words? This takes so much work. The words and the narrative going on inside your head can be one of those poisonous or most passionate things in your life. Purposeful things in your life. Because if you look at yourself and you're like, you get up in the morning and you're like, God, I hope my leg lifts today. Gosh, I hope I don't fall today. Gosh, I hope I make it to the bathroom before I fall down. Shoot, I'm supposed to go at family event today. I hope I don't fall down. I hope I don't trip on the lawn. I hope I don't wet myself. That's what you wake up thinking about. Or you get up in the mirror and you see yourself in the bathroom mirror and you see this leg coming along and you're like, I 
freaking hate how you move. I hate how I move. I hate you, leg. I hate you, body. I hate you. That's tough. Or if you sit around all day, like I talked about, thinking about the people that have hurt you, the people that have abandoned you, the people that have rejected you, the people that basically lowered the, your expectations to make themselves feel more comfortable and didn't see what you saw and took away and stole your thunder and you blame them for them and you blame them for your misery and you blame them for your depression and you blame them, you blame the world, you blame the government, you blame social media, whatever the hell you want to blame, that's a pretty hard place to be. And th that way of thinking, that way of speaking, that way of perceiving the world, that way of functioning in your world is a habit. Just like bad movement patterns are a habit, bad thought patterns are a habit. Eating sugar and feeling like you need a treat at night is a habit. Drinking your wine or your chocolate or your whatever, your cheesecake or your chips, that's a habit. Because you, I hear it all the time, I need to have my wine, I need to have my ice cream. I need to have my chips. I need to have my this. I need to have my that. You need to have life. The crap that you attach my to are, are habits. And it takes a long time to create a habit. And you are going to have to consciously focus on changing your movement patterns, your mindset patterns, your behavior patterns, your social patterns, uh, and your lifestyle patterns if you want to heal. But here is the message I want you to hear. You cannot do it all at the same time. You cannot. If you try to do everything at the same time, you will fail and you will probably get worse. If you've been rocking it, trying, 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 and you're doing all the movement stuff and you're getting worse, there's probably a number of other things going on in your life that you need to manage as well. Because your brain is slowing you down to allow for it to manage those other threats because it only knows how to manage those threats when you are slowed down, sitting down, lying down, and not moving. So if you can manage all those other lifestyle threats, identify them, process them, come to grips with them, receive them, reject them, do it different, your body will follow along as well. So this is a long-term game. This is a lifetime management practice. Practice, which means you're going to make some mistakes. You're not always going to be perfect. Even the most elite athletes on the planet have, have coaches. The elite speakers, the elite business people, politicians, leaders, they all have coaches. They all practice all the time. Because if you think you're going to reach perfection, you will be perfect in failing. So give yourself a break. Take one thing at a time in addition to your movement practice. And maybe it's even like, dude, I... No, I'm not even gonna say that. You need to move. You need to move. Because like literally 70% of the effort of just showing up and knowing what to do, that's 70% of what makes exercise so damn hard is because you show up and you don't know what to do. Well, I do. So just show up, press play. The free group has a ton of resources. Those, those movement guides that we give you guys are amazing. We had amazing results before we ever had the membership. And once we had the membership, it just accelerated the results that were already happening in the free group. So just start. 
Because movement will cause your threat to be inhibited. Your brain will start to realize that it's not going to die. It will start to know where you are in time and space, which allows for other things in your life to be focused on so that you can continually reduce those threats in your life. And when you do that, that is when actual healing starts to happen. But you've got to do it one at a time. This will not happen in a month. It will not happen in two months. Yes, you may have some things that happen in a month or two months, but the overall like counter I, where you're like, you know what? I am, I, am, I am leading my MS. I am mastering, managing my MS is not going to happen in 60 days. It is going to probably take six months to a year to really start feeling like you actually have some control over this. And then it's going to be keeping going, keeping moving, keeping growing so you can continually getting better. And guess what? I'm not going to stop so you can't either. The membership's not going to stop growing. The membership's not going to start getting, or not going to stop getting updated. The free group's not going to stop. The free guides are not going to stop getting updated. Like I am going to constantly keep making this better to make your life, your movement life easier so that you can deal with the other stuff in your life better. Because if you try to jump from point A to point Z, all in one fail swoop, you will fail. If somebody tells you that you are expected to move every day, eat right, get rid of all the poisonous food, all the water, all the sugar, all the alcohol, uh, dump your family, dump your kids, dump your job, dump your house, dump your life, and go live in the woods, and that's the only way that you can heal, there's about a .00001% of the population that can actually do that. Because they're not attached to anything. So many of you guys have families, friends, jobs, passions, pursuits. You want to be in this world. You want to be a member of society. You want to keep doing this. So that's not the way. It is one habit at one time. So the take-home message today, in addition to you need to move daily, is I want you to think about one or two things that you can do over the next two to three weeks to change the way that you think, to change what's coming into your head, good things you're reading, good things you're listening to, good things you're watching, instead of the crap that's out there on TV, instead of the crap that's out there in the advertising world for the holidays, the political season that's going on, like all the negativity, like that will drain you. So what are you feeding your brain? What are you feeding your heart? What are you feeding your spirit? Find something that feeds you in the next two weeks and focus on that and your movement. Go mend some relationships that you've been meaning to mend. Focus on your movement. Try to drink 64 ounces of water and, and cut down on your sugar by 50% and do your movement. I don't care. But once you get in the habit of moving every day, hydrating every day, eating well as best you can every day, feeding good things into your brain every day, having good self-conversation with yourself and other people every day, connecting with people that understand you, love you, appreciate you, and get you every day, like here in the MS Gym, you will notice things start to happen. But you've got to commit. So I encourage you to sit down and think about, like, what can I commit to? How long can I commit to? Do How bad do I actually want this? 
On a scale of one to 10, how much do I actually want to change my life? If it's anything below an eight, you sure as hell better sit down and think about why you're only a seven or a five. Because this is life or death. You're either going to succeed in the MS gym or you're not. That's just the way it is. So I'm here to help you. Your leadership team is here to help you. Your moderators are here to help you. And you're here to help you. There's a ton of resources here, you guys. And there's so many people in here at this point that everybody, you're going to find someone who's dealing with something similar to you. Whether it's behavioral, mindset, food, water, like AFOs, wheelchair, movement, family, like whatever it is, loss, it's here. But you've got to deal with things one at a time. So if you start moving and you just get that in your body, that will allow for more room for your body to deal with other threats in your life. Then you just got to pick one other thing to start focusing on for two weeks, three weeks. And once that starts to get better, and once you notice yourself being happier, more optimistic, or more hydrated, or less bloated, and you feel better because you're eating better, then think about the next thing that you want to work on and add that. Because then movement and, 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 and reading something positive in a day, that becomes habitual in your life. So then you can think about getting rid of alcohol in your life. Or if movement and, and drinking you know, 64 ounces of water a day becomes habitual, then maybe you start to feel better physically. So now you have the energy to go talk to your spouse and how you just need to let them, how they just need to let you get stronger and stop babying you. Or you talk to your kid and be like, I'm sorry, I, 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 I want to be more active in your life and here's what I'm doing. So you've got to give yourself a break. And you've also got to relieve yourself of the pressure that you're going to try something for a month and unless you see glorious results where you're doing high kicks like the Rockettes, that this doesn't work for you, you're fooling yourself and you're completely doing a disservice to yourself because you're going to give up before you actually ever get started. So I hope that makes sense, you guys. Like I know this was kind of just this download. I hope it had some kind of structure. Uh, but I hope you're getting the message that movement is key. Threat reduction is key. Behavioral change is key. But all of these things are habits. And habitual change takes conscious effort consistently applied over time to create the demands and changes that you are expecting, wanting, and desiring in your life. So do not expect to do everything at once. Do not hold yourself in comparison to someone else because they may be working on something completely different than you are. And the biggest thing is, is you need to stay calm. You need to stay present and kind of just connecting with yourself. And you need to stay connected in with people who actually get you and understand you and stop, stop seeking for approval from people who don't understand you and stop filling your head with the garbage of stuff around you that just add more stress to your bucket because it isn't worth it. You are worthy of healing. You are capable of healing. You are, you are absolutely deserve healing. And we're here to deliver that for you. So I love you guys. Thanks for listening. Thanks for staying with me as I just kind of meander down this river right now. And I, I just reach out. If you need help for anything, we're all here. And we all want to get there together. And we all want to see you succeed. So have an awesome day. I'll talk to you guys later.